welcome to the Deep Pockets and Stilettos podcast. I'm your host, Lorianne, and my goal is to help women feel empowered and in control of their financial lives. On this podcast, we discuss concrete advice on how to move forward in your financial journey, whether you are already advanced or starting from scratch. And we also dive into mindset shifts around money that are critical for financial success. So if you want to take charge of your finances and feel inspired and empowered, go ahead and give it a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Deep Pockets and Stilettos podcast. Today, I have an episode for you on a topic that seems to be of interest for a lot of people, and that is early retirement. Most people seem to be looking forward to the day they retire and are very interested in getting there as soon as they can. There is also a common theme amongst early retirement enthusiasts, and that is the rejection of the right race, also known as being forced to work to finance your lifestyle and then engaging in instant gratification and burning through your money, so being caught up in a never-ending cycle. And this is obviously the one of the main reasons behind the FIRE movement, financial independence retire early that is about reclaiming that freedom there is also the rejection of the idea that you need to wait to truly experience life till you're you're a bit older and can retire to have agency over your time this is a big principle of the fire movement so today we're going to take a deep dive in the whole retire early conversation, starting with what is the FIRE movement, its key principles, and then how it can inspire you on your journey, whether your goal is to retire early or not. So let's get started with what is FIRE. Like I said, it stands for Financial Independence Retire Early, and it is a lifestyle movement that prioritizes extreme saving and investing to be able to retire earlier than the commonly accepted 65-year-old. More than wealth accumulation, the main goal of FIRE is to reclaim freedom and agency over your time. There are two sides to the equation, financial independence which is achieving a certain point in your wealth where you do not need to work to live anymore because the returns on your investments can cover your living expenses. And the second part is retire early. Since work is now optional, you can choose how you can allocate your time. It puts the emphasis on choice in your life and having control over your life. By saving at a significant savings rate, you are not depriving yourself, but are paving your way to freedom. It's saving up for the ultimate luxury, which is having the freedom of choice. By living a little unconventionally, you can give yourself optionality in life. The main compelling point for FIRE is that you trade your life or more specifically, your time for money, and that your time is actually a finite resource. You'll never get it back. So by abiding with fire principles and achieving early retirement, you can have agency over that finite resource, which is 
the utmost luxury in life, according to the FIRE movement. So now that we got an overview about what FIRE is, let's move on to the second part of this episode, which is the key principles of the FIRE movement. Not surprisingly, one of the key principles of FIRE is to live below your means. The more stuff you buy, the more work you'll have to do for it and the more life or time you'll have to exchange for it. So embracing frugality is just a way to get to financial independence as fast as you can and also to train yourself not to be so dependent on consumerism. Another principle of FIRE is delayed gratification. And I have to say that this is one of my favorite principles of the FIRE movement, although I, I do not embrace the FIRE movement uh, or the entirety of it. But this is something that I, I truly think is really inspiring because we live in an era where, unfortunately, we're all addicted to dopamine hits and being able to delay your gratification is truly a super training program for your discipline and can, you know, allow you to achieve your goals far beyond the financial realm and help you in any walk of life. So going back to FIRE, in that case, the delayed gratification is that instead of rewarding yourself by buying stuff with your paycheck, you choose to save and invest at a high savings rate in order to be rewarded later with having the option to work or not by achieving financial independence. Now, as I mentioned, obviously another principle is to have a high savings rate. And this perfectly makes sense, right? Because the more you can invest as early as you can, the more time your money has to grow. So the closer you're getting to financial independence faster. Now let's get into two rules that are famous per the FIRE movement and that can help you determine how much money you would need if you were to retire early, namely the 4% rule and the rule of 25. So the 4% rule basically answers the question, how much of your portfolio can you spend each year without running out of money in retirement? And the history behind that is that in 1994, financial advisor William Bengen published a paper that answered this very question. And the report looked at a variety of portfolio allocations from 100% stocks to 25% stock. And several withdrawal rates of a retirement portfolio ranging from 3% to 5% in increments of 0.25%. His report, he found out that retirees could safely spend about 4% of their retirement savings in their first year of retirement. And in subsequent years, they could adjust the annual withdraw withdrawals by the rate of inflation. Following this simple formula, Bingen found that most portfolios following the 4% rule would last at least 30 years, which is a standard retirement uh, time frame. And in many cases, some portfolio remained intact for 50 years or more in his study. He adjusted the rule in 2020 and said that it was calculated for a worst case scenario where you would basically be retiring at the top of the market 
and then endure years and years of bear market. So that's what the 4% rule um, reflected. But he said that in 2020, that in most cases, even a 4.5% withdrawal rate should do. And so how can you get to that fire number, your number where you can basically decide to retire early? For that, you need to look at your monthly and annual expenses. So how much you spend per month and multiply it by 12 or how much you want to spend per month in retirement and multiply it by 12 and then multiply it by 25, which is the rule of 25. And that is your fire number. This is the amount of money you need in your portfolio in order to retire. So now that we've looked at part one and part two, let's go to part three of this episode and the last part of this episode on how you can tailor financial independence to your own financial journey in three steps. Step one has actually nothing to do with calculations and more so to do with your goals. What do you want? Take the insights from the FIRE movement about freedom and reclaiming agency over your time. Ask yourself the question, do you feel like you have agency or freedom over your time in your life? And ask yourself, do I want to retire early? What would my life look like if I were to retire tomorrow? What would I want to do? Would you want to travel the world for a year or two years and change country every month or every two weeks? Would you want to spend a sabbatical to do some charitable work? Would you want to take care of your family and spend more time with your children, for instance, or your aging parents? What would you do if you had all the time in the world? For me, this is really step one because... I feel like we don't really think consciously. We kind of live on autopilot and we kind of internalize what society makes us want to want. For instance, retiring early. We're all supposed to hate work, not like going into an office and like want to retire tomorrow. But if we look at truly successful people, and I mean the billionaires of the world, the Warren Buffetts, the Oprahs, they're all in age to retire. And I've made so much money, they could retire for 10 lifetimes, but they still work. So all of this conversation around retiring early makes me think about, do we want to escape work or to the contrary, are we craving meaningful work and to have agency over our life to be able to do whatever we want to do. I don't think this is a rejection of the principle of work. I think this is a rejection of the imposition of the work we do because it's just where we landed in our careers or that's the, what we studied for or an opportunity came after the other and this is where we are. If I asked the question, would you like to retire tomorrow? I think everyone would say, yes, absolutely. But then if I asked them to think a little more introspectively about it and what their life would look like, I think 
the statistic would not be as high. I think it would be more like 50-50. I think some people do, just do not like what they're doing right now. And that's why I want you to really look deeply into your life and what would your retiree life or your early retiree life look like and see if you can implement that in your life right now because I reject the principle that you have to wait to live the life you want. So only after you've done this introspective exercise can you say, yes, I would like to retire early to explore these projects or actually no, my anxiety to not work anymore has nothing to do with the desire to retire. It has more so to do with what I do on a daily basis and I would like my life to change. So step two is going to be numbers. So if you're in the case where you decide you want to retire early because you just do not project yourself working, then you're going to have to figure out how much you'd like to spend in retirement and then work your way backwards to see how much you need to invest today in order to get to that number as fast as possible. But I think it's also important for you to ask the question, what is more important for me to retire as early as possible or to be able to afford what I want in retirement? Because if you want to retire as early as possible, then you need to work uh, on two things separately. One, training yourself to live as frugally as possible so the nest egg you'll need can be as low you know, as possible so you can retire as fast as possible. But on the other end, if you want to be able to travel and go on lavish vacations throughout your retirement, and at the meantime, retire earlier than, you know, normal 65 or, you know, 60 years old, then you need to think, okay, how can I get to that money as fast as I can while at the meantime, making sure that I have plenty of money to afford the lifestyle that I want in retirement. And for that, I would say the question is more to find how to make more money in order to invest it. Because chances are, you know, you, you can only save so much and because you need to live and you're not going to eat like potatoes 24-7 in order to save for your early retirement. So... I would focus on how I can make more money in order to invest if I were in that case. Step three is going to be to list the actions you can take today to start working towards your goal. One good thing that the pandemic brought us is the flexibility with work and the fact that it is more feasible than ever. It's put remote work on everyone's radar and has given people back their time and agency over their time and their life. We now have the ability to lifestyle design. So after you've done the introspective exercise, which is step, step one and decided what you wanted to do, if you found out that what you want is actually to retire early, what can you start doing today for you to get to this option and as fast as possible. Work your way back 
save more, earn more, invest more? What can you do in your current situation? Is it scaling back on your expenses so you're used to a more frugal lifestyle? So that means that you won't need a nest egg that would be as big as possible in order to retire because you're used to living on less. Is it finding a side hustle so you have more space to invest more and more money to invest more? If you don't necessarily want to retire now, but also want to embark on a personal project or travels and not wait years, maybe what you do is consider a mini retirement instead and save for that. You can find a company that offers sabbaticals, for instance, as their benefits, where after you've worked a certain amount of years, you can take a sabbatical leave and then come back. You can also find a company that has a work from anywhere policy that allows you to live in different countries several months a year. You might also find yourself in a case where you don't want to stop working and don't want to retire necessarily, but you want to do something different for work or become your own boss or start your own business. And so ideally, you would like a nest egg that would allow you to do that or at least alleviate some of your life expenses so you can focus on your project and maybe you know engage in part-time work to have more space to work on your project. In that case, it's the same as the first case, uh, retire early. Find how you can earn more. Maybe it's changing jobs and finding one that is about the same and same responsibilities, but just pays more. Maybe it's getting your side project to revenue making as fast as you can so that when you actually leave to do that, you have a, you know, safety blanket or margin of safety safety that if you're going to get rid of your salaried income, you can live on what your business brings. In conclusion, more than a definite guide to life and your finances, I think the FIRE movement is a great opportunity for us to reconsider work, the work we do, and our time, the time spent working, and how much agency do we have around that and how much more we would like. What would you like to do with your days that ultimately make up your life? Where do you find the most joy? I think the FIRE movement is an invitation to ask yourselves these questions and think about them consciously in order to design the life you want. When the FIRE movement was created, it was, you know, the the 90s. um, I think remote work was barely existing. But nowadays, we have so many opportunities to design our life the way we want. It doesn't have to be an end-all, be-all. We don't all need to save every penny we make in order to retire in our 30s. We can find enjoyment in the present, uh, you know, spend uh, on things we like, enjoy our career, find a career that is at a balance between what we want to do and the needs it fulfills in terms of 
intellectual growth and personal growth, but also that has a flexible work schedule that allows us to fulfill those other other goals in our life, maybe with our families, maybe of traveling, like I mentioned in step three. So my point is, have a number in mind that would allow you to live the life you want, but don't get too fixated on it. The goal is not to make you miserable in the present because you spent $5 on your latte. That That's not what we want here. I'm all for delayed gratification and rewarding yourself later and saving for your future self. But I also am very much aware that the only thing we have in life is the present. Yesterday is in the past and tomorrow is not guaranteed for any of us. So don't get too caught up in numbers and live your life. I'm not saying to blow up your salary, but I think it's all about striking a balance of living in the moment and entering your life right now while also saving for your future. And most importantly, I think this is really the key to freedom and the utmost freedom is to live your life with intentionality. Be conscious about what you do. Live your life consciously and choose what you do with your time consciously. And if right now, what you do for work is not in alignment with what you want, then take that in, take that this feedback that you are giving yourself and know that you have options and you can do things differently if you want to and if you take action towards that. So that's it for today's episode. I hope I was able to give you a good overview of the FIRE movement and how you can apply some of its principles to your life in order to design the life you want. It's all about having agency over your time and ultimately fulfilling what you want in life with your actions. If you think I've deserved it, I would really appreciate if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This will help the podcast grow and be discovered by other listeners like you. So thank you so much and I will see you at the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, don't forget to rate and leave a review. It's the best way to help the podcast grow and get discovered by other women like you that are looking to take their financial game to the next level. Also, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episode. I'll see you next time. And in the meantime, remember, take action to materialize the life you want. The information contained in this podcast is not intended as and shall not be understood or construed as financial, legal, and tax advice. I am not an attorney, accountant, or financial advisor, nor am I holding myself out to be, and the information contained here is not a substitute for financial advice from a professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. 